Oh, baby, it is time for, can you believe it, a new episode of the Video Game Empire. I don't believe it. Music Empire. VG Empire, everybody. VG Vampire. Are you really doing this? Yeah, I'm sorry for in advance for dragging you both in here, but um, hi, everybody. This is Brett, uh, and we used to do this show every two weeks, <laughs> and now I'm on a biannual basis, um, but so last year, we did not do a Rocktober, which if you're new to the show, which is impossible, there's no way this is your first one. <laughs> Normally the show was bi-weekly, and then in October, as just a reason to do something different, I would call it Rocktober, because that's the laziest possible. Yeah, what does it even mean at this point? I don't like, know. Just this music rocks in, in yeah, general? Yeah, it was kind of supposed to be a joke, like a radio jockey nonsense joke, but it stuck, and uh, that's when I would pick like one franchise that's too big to fit in one or even two episodes and uh last year just didn't do it It was too busy obviously um just been doing this on the side for pure love i was ready i was ready to do all of those uh have you know we uh we did prepare (laughs) Uh, we basically had a a a franchise in mind um so yeah wrist star right it was just gonna be just (sighs) ring 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 for a month man just just spoil the whole thing man um but yeah i guess we should uh so doing it this year haven't done an episode since february i think uh, when we did final fantasy mystic quest um if somehow this is your first foray into vg empire uh the show started back in 2011 been doing this as a labor of love ever since uh big fan of game music as are my two guests who have been on the show repeatedly hmm. uh starting with this man on my left here so hey uh it's tim turi i work with you at capcom <laughs> and we've known each other for a number of years yes because uh, we like the vi- we like game music i believe all three of us met through the co- the topic of game music in some capacity mm-hmm. i think so yeah my name is patrick kulikowski returning Guest host. You nailed host it. Guest. Slash ghost. <laughs> Slash uh, ghost. Combine those together. I, too, work How at How are we Capcom. doing so far? But, uh, <laughs> uh, frankly... <laughs> we're, we're a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. The show needs to go back to oh, the can. But I meant to mention this before we get started. I forgot how to podcast. Uh, uh, so, yeah. uh, the, the time it took me to set up this most basic of thing is like, I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I ever did this professionally. Um, but, yeah, also, Pat, you do uh, VG Drum. On occasion. <laughs> That's been a, a long, long time ago, too. Sure. I, I do drum to video game music. I've been a part of a few arrangement albums, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, And I used to, before my Capcom days, I wrote for video game music online. Mm. So interviewing every Japanese composer under the sun. If there was a, if there's a Japanese composer out there, some tall Polish white dude probably oh. has interviewed them. <laughs> so you haven't really stopped. You've just stopped writing it down. You're, You're still really, interviewing yeah, them. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm still meeting... Up with them in Japan and that's, things like that's that. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but so if you if you heard that song coming in and you're like, that sounds like a Casio keyboard demo from 1991, <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, but what what what's going on here is normally, like I said, it was it would be a franchise. For example, the first October was all Castlevania music, and there's just so much. And the next it was Final Fantasy. We did Pokemon. We did Mega Man. Um, so. I had trouble. There is obviously a couple more franchises left, but I just. For some reason, over the summer, I have been listening to just deep dive Sega Genesis music because um, I'm just uh, somehow through the through the, the the pleasing tones of Streets of Rage, and then listen to Shinobi, and then I kind of go through all that, and then I'm like, yeah, but I know all this music, and this is like FM synthesis at its best, right? And this show in its history, we definitely had some people on recurring, myself included sometimes, that would just really give the Genesis a hard time. Because when, <laughs> when it's used incorrectly, boy, is it a grading machine. But I still maintain that 
when it's done right, like the Mega Drive, Sega Genesis, whatever, is just like kissy fingers among the best. I wish I could separate like my nostalgia from it because I grew up with Sega stuff uh, mm. instead of Nintendo, and so this is just like part of my like listening vocabulary or whatever. I'm just wired to love this stuff. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I hear the the farts and and, and warps sort of dentist uh, drills. Of course, that's my drills. favorite. Hey, I was a dentist, <laughs> dentist today. It's uh. not sound like that. So these are these are great examples of like so, just it done well, basically. Yeah. So this whole month is uh, Genesis soundtracks that I am almost certain most. If not everyone has never heard uh, of listeners to the show. Like, obviously, people, on, the fact that they're on YouTube and you can find them, duh, people have listened and ripped these songs already. But I had not listened to any of these. Most of these games I'd never even heard of. And the game that brought us in, I had at least heard of, never played it, never thought twice about it. But the cover art's very distinctive. Is Elemental Master. A, mm. And so I've, I've tried to group these things in somewhat related categories. So the two that are in this episode is Elemental Master, and y'all know it, say it with me, Panorama Cotton. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Panorama uh, Cotton. <laughs> Panorama Cotton. Part of the Cotton series. Two great words that sound uh, great together. Yep. And uh, if you don't know what they mean, it sounds even cool. <laughs> Just two English words. Um, but these are both shooters, like shoot 'em ups that in which you play a person, mm-hmm. not a ship. And uh, the first one is vertical scroller mostly, um, but you're like a wizard. just fly- And instead of lasers and s- technology, it's spells and whatever. Um, but through the c- course of listening to the soundtrack, this soundtrack is so flipping good. It's very good. And I shared the link with you guys earlier. Mm. And just, yeah, that song that brought us in, Dance of Flame, stage one, is, like I said, it's a total like 1987, 1990 keyboard demo where you'd walk into a, a, not, not 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 even a franchise electronic store just the electronic store in your neighborhood <laughs> and would just be like push the demo key and it just shows you what the machine can do mm-hmm. and this that is literally the song that would play oh yeah it was i can hear it it's it's incredible like it's funny like i was reading your notes for the show and after you first shared this with me like i don't know a month ago and some change I was like, oh, this actually reminds me of uh, Thunder Force. I really like sure. Thunder Force, <laughs> but mm. like a few grams less cocaine involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, <laughs> just like some pacing and uh, some yeah. respite. Well, and that makes sense. You mentioned that because, yeah, the composer, uh, man, I hope I get this right, Toshiharu Yamanishi, uh, worked on Thunder Force 3 and 4. There so, you go. And that's another franchise, absolutely, I got to dig into yeah. for VG Empire. They're for- great, but they are like drinking three cups of coffee at once. <laughs> and, and like, it's great if you need to. Power through things, but this is uh, yeah, man. I love this this soundtrack. Four is kind of the highlight, right? Thunder Force Thanks, Four, okay. yeah. Um, and apparently, he also worked. Uh, apparently, they also worked a bit on the uh, Monokamiya and Atelier Eightlier. If you're just reading them as they're spelled, sure. uh, <laughs> of RPG series, um, and into the modern day, still doing a few things here and there. Uh, all the stuff is very upbeat, energetic. Seems to be the style. Um, uh, and some of some of that uh, Thunder Force work apparently appears in the. That that Red Bull thing, digging in the carts. Oh, they made an album, kind of, I guess, tied to that in some capacity, mm. and that huh. w- some of the Thunder Force work shows up in that. Nice. Um, so the publisher developer of Elemental Masters, Technosoft, they did Thunder Force. So that's how this all ties together. Um, so yeah, like I said, the game's an auto-scrolling shooter, as much as I could see. I didn't watch like the whole game get played, but this is another one of those where like I've listened to the soundtrack more than I may ever play the game. Um, I've oh yeah, played a tiny bit of it. And the most I can say is like, okay, yeah, ver- vertical shooter, you, m- you move your character around, but you can also shoot downwards. Okay. So there's a lot of, there, there may be enemies that come up from below oh. you as a, 
opposed to up top as you're used to. So you have to focus on both. Okay. And as a result, that game is ridiculously hard. Like yeah, you take a few hits, and once you're dead, that's it. You're sent back to like the stage select. Uh, wow. Do it again. Wow. Um, and I think there might be continues involved. I forget, but um, <laughs> but I gave up yeah. immediately. <laughs> it's tough. But one 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 cool thing is that the intro is like this animated cutscene. Uh, that was. I get this feeling that it was very graphically impressive for its time. Oh, uh, yeah. The opening yeah. actually is pretty... In, it's done pretty well. Yeah. It, it, especially for the time... I think... I forget what year this came out. It, it was out in 1990 in Japan, mm. uh, but it did take a few more years to show up in the U.S. But in wow. 90, this would have looked pretty pretty sharp. It's and impressive. that was uh, that was the Genesis's like claim to fame is like arcade. It's like the arcade in your house. Yeah, so. it looks like yeah. Altered Beast looks like it does yeah. in the arcade. Yeah, there was um, this whole story of like this two brothers and... Uh, one brother is evil. The the good one is the one you control, and he's trying to set things right. Oh wow! It's very very dra- <laughs> yeah. very well, drama filled. I mean, that's <laughs> for a shooter. That's literally all I need. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and which direction do I go? Okay, I got up. it. Up. Um, so I remember I remember seeing this art a lot. It's it's that classic like. It's the 80s, it's late 80s, early 90s, and we're just going to get a painter who probably normally paints novels. Or the sides of vans. The sides of vans. <laughs> and it's just this regular man with a demon, demonic monster face that is completely obscured by the game's logo. So it just looks like <laughs> a Doctor Strange cosplayer trying to avoid the logo. But as a kid, I remember seeing it all the time and just never thought. In fact, a lot of these games throughout this month are going to be like, Oh, yeah, I saw this in a video store mm-hmm. constantly and never played it. Um, but, yeah, like I said, this this whole month is eight. It's going to be eight total great examples of Genesis music that I, when I listen to it, I'm like, nice. Mm. This, is, this is what I'm talking about. The deepest of cuts. And, yeah, by weird chance, they are all like, what is it? Um, <laughs> but we'll go into uh, the first block of uh, three songs here. Uh, this is Like the Wind, which is... Ooh. Uh, I believe the song for the Patrick Swayze, right? Ten thousand candles in the wind for Little Sebastian, <laughs> the the horse that died. Um, it's a Parks and Rec joke. Uh, thank you. Nice. Uh, like the wind, stage two. Um, so it starts with. Uh, and my note for this was: so this stage starts with a great, like, slow rock and roll style chug, like a good guitar chug, as I would describe it. Uh, but then goes into the mo- almost more movie score. 80s that 80s synth style stuff that I love so much. So this this song immediately leaped out at me, and then after that is Bloodstained Lake, um, which has compared to the whole soundtrack a little bit different instrumentation. They just choose a few different sounds and and ways to vocalize the game's uh, music choices. Um, feels like the lead sound is a bit different initially, and it keeps building and adding Genesis impact throughout. Like there's just a for me there's always been like a percussion or almost a a tangible sense when it when a Genesis song is like really kicking. It hits harder than a Super Nintendo song. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's got punch. It's kind of yeah. yeah. Mm. And then after that is calling on the Dark Dragon King. Uh, it's not tenacious, really subtle name. Tenacious <laughs> D song. Uh, so similar to Like the Wind, starts with more of a metal or even industrial sound, and then it gets very very dancey. Very that quickly. song, I expected it to yell skitchin at me in a garbled. <laughs> uh, it's very smog dog, but um, I did I did All I did right. enjoy it. All right. All right, so yeah, this is Like the Wind, Bloodstained Lake, and Calling on the Dark Dragon King from Elemental Master.
you're getting road rash vibes off of that one. Skitchin is what you're Skitchin. saying. Skitchin. The last one is giving me Skitchin vibes. Just that that smog meaty dog. Uh, smog doggy kind of kind of just chug. You know, just chugs along. Yeah, so uh, does Smog Dog talk to you? Is he giving you the skateboard missions? Or? It's just the name of a song, man. <laughs> but we can make up Smog Dog as the unofficial mascot for VG Empire if you want. I mean, it's fine. I, I am literally. Because I'm just picturing like a, a dog, like little Poochie McGruff, the crime dog dude with a mohawk, and like select your mission. Arf, arf, arf. He can only say the word "skitchin," but it's oh, okay. fine. Well, uh, yeah, you you yeah, yeah. visualize the right guy. All of, uh, all of these jokes are passing by me like the wind. Way <laughs> to bring it back. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a tonally. It was a, like the we're kind of playing the songs more or less in order. The first three or so right yeah more or less uh, and the like the wind is like a good change of pace like they're all super different yeah, I mean, yeah. we're talking about like the what is it bloodstained lake yeah is bloodstained that? lake that we're, one is very bloodlines yes which i mean it's right there in the name yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that one a lot because like it starts going into like the castlevania bloodlines kind of vibe where it feels like you know digitized classical music but then once you start getting lost in like the weird almost like demonic melodies it's just like this this chugging just doesn't care at all. Baseline is just like <laughs> it's uh, kind just of like dancing gall- along. galloping kind of baseline yeah. is the but feeling. I got. It, they're just yeah. the baseline in the Genesis is just so oh, like yeah. ostentatious. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's it is obnoxious, yeah. but I love <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And there's like there, it's so many Genesis songs. It's like oh, there's no mastering. It, everything is at max level, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, Accurate. Which, which again is like when it's done right. When I feel these songs do, and a lot of the things I mentioned before, like Streets of Rage. Um, when it's done well, it, it just has this texture to it that doesn't feel so sound chippy as a super. And I love like, hey, Super NES. A lot of that. A lot of, you're going to hear a lot of that in the show across the last five six years. But there's just this extra, like we said, impact to it. Um, yeah, those were all great. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, it's been a good <laughs> show. I, 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 talk. I love that bloodstain lake. Uh, yeah, I want to take a take a dip in there. You know, um, I did want to sploosh. One thing that I, at least watching videos of it, uh, that was unfortunate, and I don't know if Pat you saw noticed this when you were playing it, was um, the sound effects in the game. They kind of interfere. They with completely the music, yeah. override the music. So everything I, I was, like, that, I was yeah. like, oh, what is this? So this music's incredible. So what is it, what is it like when you're playing the game? And it is just, it is insanity. Just explosions. And it's like, just noise, and then yeah. I think it's doing that thing where some of the sound effects use sound channels that the song is yes. pulling from. Mm-hmm. It's very jarring too. Like the yeah. sound effects are pretty jarring. To be to be fair though, uh, one game that comes across uh, in terms of like the sound overriding the music was Lords of Thunder for me. For Sega oh really? CD. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know how it was with the Turbo CD version, you know, but I feel like Turbo Duo didn't do that. Okay, yeah, that um, must have been a Sega CD thing. Cause, but man, it's been a while that, since I played it. Playing that, like, it's like I really want to enjoy this goddamn yes. music, and I can't yeah. hear it half the uh, time. Was it of an era where uh, separate volume controls for music and yeah, sound effects? Yeah, yeah. Not a common practice. Yeah, huh? I do encourage you to go back to the feed, find that Lords of Thunder, Gates of Thunder episode. Yeah. Uh, it's called Dragon Riot because we did ah, yeah. Riot Zone mm-hmm. or Riot Police or whatever it is, uh, and the Gates Lords of Thunder. <laughs> Man, it makes me sweat just thinking about it. Uh, moving on to these uh, other tracks from Elemental Master, we got Cursed Destiny, uh, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. Uh, it's like Doom theme created in Mario Paint. You're totally <laughs> right. Uh, the, the the DOS version, like yeah. 2093 era Doom. Uh, mm-hmm. After that is Visual Scene Two, which this is the only one. I think the visual scenes are again, like you said, the cutscene. There's a very graphic, intense 
intense graphic opening, not violence, but just back in the day, if a sprite was bigger than what was on the screen, it was, oh my God, yeah. it's like a cartoon. Um, this is the only thing that feels actually, if anything, feels mystical and supernatural. It's this. And it just kind of occurred to me, like, oh, right, this is supposed to be a supernatural setting, and this is the only thing that really seems to invoke that. Mm. Um, but I love how it breaks up all this other, like, intense stuff. And then after that is the ending of the game. Uh, and to me, it's just another uh, perfect use of the strengths of this, of the Genesis and the Mega Drive. Uh, summarizes everything I love about this era of music, and then the modern interpretation of that is synthwave, and however, whatever you want to, mm. like, it, it, that... This is this beautiful thing that I love remembering that, no, it's not just your fuzzy memories of the 80s. Like, this was a sound that persisted and influenced so many people that now that they're in their 20s, 30s, getting into their 40s, that's the music they want to make because it just disappeared throughout the 90s and aughts. And it's just fun to remember that it's not just like a a stereotypical thing. It was like it was in movies. It was in commercials. It was in games. It's like this is the sound of the of the era. Um but man, as much as I love this, the staff role that's going to take us out at the end of the show, A plus, A plus. Oh but boy. it's a showstopper. Uh, it is literally going to be a showstopper. <laughs> yep. uh, look forward to that stopping the show. But uh, we'll do these three songs really quick Cursed Destiny, Visual Scene 2, and Ending from Elemental Master.
That's the part where I wow. feel bereft. Man. Uh, but it, will they? With it not <laughs> kicking into the staff role, I feel like there's oh, just yeah. this uh, ellipses. There's definitely a, mm. like, yeah, ellipses. But yeah, that last one, we're talking like it is totally 80s movie hero, like Kyle Reese at the end of Terminator or something, and you were like, we survived. Now what? Yeah. And that is such an 80s thing of like, it was very Cold War, nuclear holocaust could happen any minute, like, uh, and all the movies and sci-fi of the era were very much that thing. Like, oh, everything's going to blow up and die anyway. Society's crumbling apart. Every movie set in New York is just pure hell on earth. Uh, so, yeah, survived. But now, now what do I do? Right. And so much of this music is that. But, like you mentioned, there's like this t- thimble of hope in there where you're like, but we're going to make it. And we're going to punch these robots in the face. And it's... Uh... With their metal teeth that they have <laughs> for some reason. Metal teeth is... Stage eight's track name, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the the song that we let in that section with uh, Curse Destiny, sort of, yeah, the, yeah, the doom sounding one was oh, like was I forgot where that like what that song starts with and where it ends is like yeah, so different, just, so many layers, like <laughs> yeah, uh, it really builds. There uh, were so many change ups there that like I can never anticipate where it was going next, like, <laughs> and here's suddenly the drums taking it slower. It's like whoa, mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on? Here? Yeah. Now you're saying like Thunder Force that that song has these section where oh we're doing all these bends but we also we slowed everything else so you could focus on them what the guitar is yes. doing now whereas thunder force would just be constant no, keep up keep yeah. up <laughs> yeah um cool well that's elemental master it's going to take us out of the show but uh we'll move on quickly into mm-hmm. panorama cotton oh boy uh so this is developed by success uh, and published by sunsoft in 1991 and it is part of a cotton series um not related to cotton eye joe I was thinking I, of a Cotton Eye Joe joke. I know you're hoping that it's going to be there. And, you know, when you think of Cotton Eye Joe, you wonder, where did they come from? Where I mean... And where did they go? Uh, that was, you know... I'm sorry. I just want to know, does, is success still around? Did they <laughs> succeed? Uh, you know, to Wikipedia. Okay. Um, but after the show. After the show. Uh, Google it on your phone while you listen to the show. Uh but it is a 2D shmup series, a shooter series. Um, cute em, a cute em up. Cute. It is actually, I think, the sort of the start of the cute em up thing. Did we just invent that? No, it, apparently it is a thing. Cause really? It, yeah, because there's so seems many. That way, yeah. Especially now, there's a lot of, like, if you dig through Steam and PS4, you can find a lot of games Did, that straight up qualify as cute em up. They're called cute em up, though? Uh, I don't. I think it's an informal genre name. But I just uh, thought. I just. You I thought you were really. I thought we invented <laughs> something special here for a second. But uh, cute anime girls, yeah, shoot, right. shooting everything, yeah, being badasses. It, it's definitely, it's definitely a thing. I'm sorry. Okay, no, it's fine. It's but fine. it happens sometimes. Where okay. You're like, I'm the, I'm, like, uh, I was, when we were flying to PAX, I was like, wait a minute, Tiny Toons was the Ducktales of the Looney Tunes, <laughs> and I'm like, someone give me a billion dollars just for thinking it. It was weird that they did give you the billion dollars on that airline. It was like, uh. The fact the pilot came out and handed it to me personally is just this. While insane. it was in the air, it was really yeah, yeah, yeah. alarming. But I mean, autopilot, they, the planes fly themselves. Yeah. Um, but now, as a billionaire, I just want to waste all your time with Panorama Cotton. I think it means a lot that you're still talking about Panorama Cotton. And showing up for work every day. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I can't lose sight of the common man's plight. Uh, damn, that's a good opening <laughs> to the song. Let me write this down. <laughs> this is the song Metal can't Teeth, everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we gotta, we gotta get out of here. When, uh, when I, <laughs> when, when I played, uh, when I checked out Panorama Cotton, it uh, immediately Space Harrier. Yes, it, it, it's Space <laughs> Harrier, but on um, a broom, and yeah, you're, you're an anime it's very, girl. <laughs> you know, kiki anime yeah. uh, flying around, but anime girls bathing suits. It's this style that was 
very common in this era. And if you veered outside of the NES, like this anime cute girl thing was kind of everywhere. And you would see it back in the day with, again, no internet. You'd see it in magazines as like, what weird platform is this? And like EGM, you know, all the platforms are color-coded. Like, okay, NES is red. Genesis is like this purple or blue, whatever it was. And then every once every three months, you'd see this like, what is turquoise? And it's some abbreviation. I don't even know what it is, but it's all cute anime girls. Mm-hmm. It, what is this? So I think of like Time Gal and Popful Mail come to mind, Cosmic Fantasy, like, and that's all roughly in the same. Like, if you're looking at Towns Marty games, and I know you are, I know it. <laughs> uh, Towns Marty, Sega CD, Turbo Graphics, you're going to find this stuff. Um, but yeah, developed by success. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I think they're still around, guys. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, but this is the only one I ever heard of, of all the Cotton series, and it's only because one of these songs uh, that we'll play here, uh, and again, this music is by Kinichi Hirata, a.k.a. Mr. Ebisu, um, thanks to VGMPF.com, an indispensable resource, <laughs> um, but has a, has a VMD, VM, VGMDB page. Uh, I'm going to get all the letters in there. Despite having a lot of work, and a lot of these composers, I think, as I've stacked all these eight episodes, recur, and they worked on all these, to us, obscure things, and then never, there's not a game where you're like, oh, okay, that's the one that I've heard of. It's like, no. So these first three tracks is a title screen, which is suitable, cute, bubbly track, should definitely give you a sense, oh yeah, anime girl in a broom, got it. Um, but then this stage one, land of the Land of Cotton, uh, I heard this song randomly when you're just you know early internet days of just grabbing whether it's music files or roms or whatever it was just grabbing things indiscriminately in the late 90s and somewhere in all of that found this this song just panoramacotton.mp3 or whatever and (laughs) listen to this song for the last like 20 years or whatever and i've just always wondered like is the rest of it good yeah i think it's the best song in the game it peaks with this song. It's a stage mm-hmm. one game of a shooter, which is almost always like get them. It's the one that everyone's going to hear outside of the title screen. Yeah. So, so lead yeah. hard title screen stage one. After that, like who yeah. cares? Um, maybe the credits music is good, um, but this song really stood out to me. It's just solid. And then after that, we'll do stage two, um, cuter and a little loftier, airier sound than the first stage. That, that, that stage one is not. It doesn't come across cute at all. It comes across like oh, it's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, we'll do these songs, Title Screen, Land of Cotton, and Way of the Clouds.
man, that is uh, the most busted move. Uh, <laughs> well, that'd just, be perfect puzzle game music. I just, happy, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that middle song, that's the one like heard like man this game and so for like 18 years i've been thinking like what is up with this game panorama cotton and today i found out and it was fine we all found out no it's it's, yeah, it's fine it's appropriately cute and and poppy yeah i imagine a lot of colors some of them pink very yeah. colorful uh, the visual style is very was very fascinating to me when i checked it out um so i don't think genesis had a mode 7 esque kind of thing not not by name but like yeah. they, they, like space harrier is you would kind of mentally associate it with that? I guess but. so, yeah. But uh, um, I was really taken aback by what was capable of this game on, on Genesis. Just uh, um, like thinking like Space Harrier, like things coming at you. Yeah. And, but but the sheer amount of like objects and sprites mm. coming at you in this game is was pretty insane. That's like cool. I didn't think that was possible. And no slowdown yeah. associated with it. What what I like about both of these games, or like as a concept, uh, and maybe this is like linked to why the soundtracks have so much more variety than some of the, like the shmups that you see out there. Like Thunder Force is a great soundtrack, but it's all a lot of the same intensity. And like the fact that it's a human instead of like a yeah, yeah. an airplane means like you can have just all sorts of different crazy enemies, and uh-huh. and so it's not just like heavy metal like air like dog fights the entire yeah, time, yeah, yeah. And, and the this sort of variety of visuals and colorfulness, and, yeah, and you feel a, you feel a little bit more of a connection to the thing, the, yeah. the person you're controlling, necessarily than a ship, unless it's the Vic Viper, and then you're like, oh man, right, my name is Vic, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you also mentioned Viper. you also mentioned the middle song, uh, the, the the main the stage one song had like a surf rock, thing yeah, to a little it. bit. It was fun. I uh, like it. Yeah, I like those songs, Brett. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I like listening to them. I can tell you've done this before. <laughs> I like talking about them. But, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, so yeah, this developer's success worked on this Cotton series, and then I guess the the to me at least my initial research, they published the Touch Detective series on the DS. Oh, wow. This would have been maybe ten years ago at this point. But that mushroom mascot from Touch Detective, you guys are both giving me the appropriate look. Oh, right yeah, now. <laughs> no him, uh, true me. <laughs> you might be right. Uh, so we just thought Touch Detective. You know, in the in the DS was super hot. It was like whatever we're looking for quirky detective investigate. Like Ace Attorney did so well, Trauma Center did so well. Like what what else is what else can in this even general vicinity? Um, Hotel Dusk is in there as well. Mm. Um, and Touch Detective was uh, it's very cute art style. But there was this mushroom dude who was just whatever. Like why is this dude on the cover? I guess it's just a character in the game. But then. the not long after that, I went to Japan, and this character, like, there's, like, mascot streets in various stations you'll go to, mm, and, like, Tokyo oh. Station has a big... And it was like, this is all Sanrio stuff. This is all San X, like, mm. Relakuma, and this is all Ultraman. And there's one that's like, yeah, this whole store is just this mushroom. Oh, he's like, a big get, oh. then. Yeah, mm. I'm like, what? That touch detective thing is has its own store? And, yeah, <laughs> and it's gone now. You'll never find it again. But <laughs> for, like, a year or two, it was hot. And it lives on here. And it was published by the developer Success. Um, who made Panorama Cotton. Who made what a best known for. <laughs> uh, and apparently they also published uh, Raiden, Raiden Fighter Aces on 360, which I actually played a fair bit of, and then The Dark Spire on DS, which was a first-person like wizardry or swords and serpents or... Oh, man, I'm trying to find another example here for you guys. Uh, 3D or 3D like... Uh, it's like a first-person dungeon crawler, maybe okay. like Fantasy Star 1 okay. style, oh, wow. uh, but 
medieval monsters. Uh, anyway, I got to get out of here. This is not going to work. <laughs> uh, we'll, I get it. We'll, thank you. We'll do three more songs from Panorama Cotton. Uh, this is stage three, The Great Gallery. Um, and another example of the shifting vibe. Uh, I don't know what I, I, I the shift. Hang on, uh, the vibe of the music showing how diverse the soundtrack is. It's very pleasant and easy to listen to, um, which is not something with this show you would hear with regard to Genesis music. Like even the stuff in this show has been very like in your face, mm. and this is uh, pleasant Genesis music, mm-hmm. which is a little lucky. yeah, a little harder mm-hmm. to come by. Uh, after that is Last Battle, which is the closest I've found to the Genesis Orchid. Uh, Ooh, wow. so, so get ready. Uh, it may not, I don't remember if the Ninja Turtles... We did a Ninja Turtles episode years ago, and I don't remember if all the Turtles in Time orc hits transferred over to Hyperstone Heist. Oh, I can't remember. Most did, I think. Okay, yeah. some of the most yeah. orc hit heavy... Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I think they did. Yeah. Because um, that episode's great, because that episode is one where I would like play the Super NES one and fade into the Genesis one. Like I really encourage... TMNT tunes. An arcade didn't, didn't exist, apparently, to you, Brett. <laughs> I uh, not going to mess with it. I did love <laughs> Hyperstone Heist a lot. It's good. Yeah. Um, Poor man's rolls in time, but I know that now. Uh, <laughs> it's different. It's different. It is. Uh, it's very uh, last battle, and then after that is the ending, and combines my love of anime ending music uh, and game music into this perfect little song. Uh, really captures to me. It was like Sonic meets East, which finally get ready. Uh, so yeah, a great gallery. Last battle and the ending from Panorama Cotton.
Oh, so we got to comment immediately on last battle. You, the Tood. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> the I'm just saying, like it where, just where sort of like from? it just sachets in there, <laughs> and it leads with this weird, like <laughs> almost <laughs> slot machine kind yeah. of. Like I imagine walking into like a pachinko parlor in uh, in Japan and just like hearing that sound, just <laughs> like repeating. <laughs> uh, but it had it was ostentatious. It was very yeah. Was, what was the, what was the first track of that batch? Uh, stage called? three. It was, it was st- stage three. Yeah, the Great Gallery. Uh, I think it was that one or, or the one after where I just immediately thought like I'd be hearing this in a super potato if I like Yeah, it was it was that one. Yeah, yeah, where it's like you walk in and oh, what is this from? Oh, you don't know? It's Panorama Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about that, that title, Panorama Cotton. So cotton because, you know, it's all filled with sweet things and mm. and uh and, you know, bubbly uh, personalities and panorama because, I mean, you're flying, you're flying, and there's, you know, beautiful backgrounds that you're mm-hmm. flying into and things. So It is, it is pretty appropriate. It, it's it kind of that, on the nose. It's that like, thing where, like, you know, these two, you can make arguments for both of these words being in a title, but they don't quite fit. They don't blend together. Uh, they, definitely, right. they definitely prompt a, excuse me? Yeah. Yo, um, but it you, makes total like sense. Panorama cotton. Yeah, you oh, heard yeah. me. But uh, the context of the game, it makes like. Perfect I thought you were saying, "Excuse me" to me. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm right here, guys. No. Right here. But, <laughs> but you, do you mean me? <laughs> uh, it reminds me. Actually, I kept on thinking of Cotton Alley from Super Meat Boy. But you unlock oh. uh, Bandage oh. Girls uh, stages, and it's called Cotton Alley, and it's really pink and bubbly and mm. poppy and has some of that same thing and it's the first time I kind of associated like cotton with like oh, okay. cute and bubbly because I don't immediately go to mm. cotton candy I go to like oh, oh same yeah, yeah. I, I go to like oh clothes but that, that that wraps up this episode um, the only thing left is to go into this mm. staff role which I'm going to save my description of that for just a second but again thanks for listening and uh, thanks for dealing with the extremely long gap uh, the last couple years obviously we were doing it full time there for a while 2016 all year and some of the 2017 but uh, 11 all through 15 was generally every other week and the last two years have just been very busy and <laughs> haven't been able to do the show as much but glad you guys came in to join and yeah. we're going we're gonna to get a couple more in and yeah vgempire.com is where you can go to please leave a comment on the episodes I really mm-hmm. enjoy seeing what people think and feel about these songs and some of the common threads of episodes long past are great because people toss in their own examples of songs they like or it reminds them of something else or they totally forgot this game existed and it was a huge deal to them as a kid. Uh, a lot of fun over there. And then also VG Empire on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you guys have any special shout-outs to any game music-y things or uh, anything at all I was I was just at Mag West a couple weeks back, oh, yeah. which was a blast. Um, this next Mag Fest coming up is pretty nuts because Takashi Tataishi is going to mm. the Mega Man Two Mega composer. Man 2. Um, which, so yeah. that'll be that that w- that's like a a destined thing. Like yeah, for, for the amount of bands that cover yeah. Mega Man Two Wiley, yep, things have come full circle, and I he's going to be there, and he's finally going to be there to see. The amount of passion people have for his music. Yeah, I mean, so in that year I took off in 16, I was doing Brave Waves podcast yeah. and edited the episode where they conducted an interview. That's right. Yeah. And it was like, as I'm editing the episode, it's like, this person has never, all the way through probably what the, all the 90s, like, oh, did you have any idea how much people liked? Like, no clue. Yeah. That, that information never got back to us. Yeah. That this was... Not that people liked it, but do you understand its legendary status? Yeah. <laughs> uh, almost second to none uh, amongst people who like game music or even, not even people who I would say are, oh, I'm into game music. Like there's even people who maybe haven't played a game in 20 years, but they'd be like, oh man, 
Mega Man 2, I know exactly what that is. Exactly. And if you played that song, they'd probably... Immediately be taken back. Yeah. 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 It's uh, so yeah, Mag, Mag Fest yes. in January. Yes. Gotta uh, go to one of those sometimes, Brett. I know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Know. It's, cool. it's gotta happen. I, I, so uh, at MagWest, I, I was speaking with... Um, uh, his name's Eric. He's a drummer. F- he's the drummer for Kirby's Dream Band and mm. Vic Viper. Um, and uh, he was... Uh, shout-outs to him because he's going to be listening to this, <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, shout-outs to him. He's, he introduced me, uh, after going on about how much he loves VG Empire, which is cool, and mm. talking about you, Brett, um, he mentioned to me uh, this composer. So this is this was all FM synthy stuff we were listening yeah. to here. Please check out this guy, this composer, Yosuke uh, Yasui. He is this contemporary game composer that has... I've been on a kick with all of his music, like Eskatos, uh, Ginger Force, um, all these like contemporary sh- shmups that mm. he did music for. He even like remixed Street Fighter EX music at, oh, at wow. one point. But uh, he's he is god tier game music. He's <laughs> like the Japanese Jake Kaufman to me. Oh wow! So um, just shout outs to that. Thank you, Eric, for introducing me wow. to that because it's like. Changed my life. No, it hasn't changed my life, but it's uh, <laughs> it's incredible. It's it's really really awesome. So cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess you know. Speaking of Genesis soundtracks, one that's been on my mind lately is also one that I don't think people talk about too much. Uh, it is McDonald's Treasureland Adventure. Oh uh, it man, is a rare treasure treat. Um, that's not my kids. No, no it's, it's not. A, it's a McDonald's Treasureland Adventure. Yeah, on Genesis. <laughs> uh, and it's got uh, it's a treasure game, um, and it is a hidden treasure, uh, and it's uh, got some good tunes in there. And you've uh, been threatening me with this for I've a while. Been you. <laughs> oh boy! If, if people know what this game's about, uh, please let Brett know that. Well, don't spoil anything for him, but that uh, Brett Brett needs to know. Uh, that's been one, and then um, I guess as far as like just other game music, um, I really like. I've always liked like Super Guitar Bros, and I know that they've kind of split off to do some right. of their own side stuff, and this is the, like Sam Griffin stuff, and it's been yeah. a really good change of pace uh, from the normal stuff I listen to, which is like I love like you know DSC and like Richard E. B. and mm-hmm. Family Jewels and like your usual metal cover cover metal sub- subjects, uh, cover metal subjects. Uh, <laughs> they came I'm losing my mind, uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, it's been a good rotation. They've um, come back with a Star Fox <sighs> remix that's really really good. Oh yeah, Super it's Guitar Bros. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah. I'm at Tim Turry on Twitter. I'm at Patrick KUL. Uh, taking us out is this is the perfect ending song, and it plays over the staff roll, so it's not an ending. But as a staff roll, but o- over this is Elemental Master staff roll. The last two or three months, this has this has become one of my all time favorite game songs of all time, mm. and that is across my entire cumulative game music fandom and knowledge. This is up there now with, like, let me play this for you. Uh, mm. It's just, it reminds me of the super uplifting Street Fighter Two like, full credits uh, theme, like this kind of main theme. It's not the title screen. It's not reused theme. It's whenever you would beat the game on a high enough difficulty level, you would see the staff roll, and it's this just jubilant, you did it, we made it, uh, Huge triumph, tiny bit of sadness that we've all got to part ways, right. that this has come to an end. But, you know, hey, just hit reset, go through it again, we'll always be here. Like, the Muppets all waving by, like, sorry you grew up, you can't be here anymore. But, you know, uh, it's just it's that this 80s, like, despite all of the, like, oh, we survived stuff, the 80s was so good about, like, this is the futility of existence, but then also this, yeah, but we're all loaded and everyone is, like, 
everyone is cranked to 11 most of the 80s and all the the fashion and the colors and everything is just jacked to the nines and like uh there's just this positivity in so much of the pop music and movie scores as well and this just summarizes all of that yeah. and it's 1990 so it is peak like the 80s have have penetrated as much as possible before anything of the 90s ever really starts so it is so 80s in the best possible way. It's uh, mm. it's great. I think you put it really well when you were talking about it, which is just like, this is the music that plays at the end of like a 80s movie with like, you know, teenagers and being yeah. like, hey, you know, so-and-so grew up yes. to be a, you know, a, a <laughs> valedictorian. host. Yeah, or a val- yeah. Yeah. valedictorian and owns a great plumbing company now. Yep. And you're like, nice. And oh, and this guy got a DUI and like, yep. and whatever. Died, and it's, yeah. it, it does this great job too of like, yeah, like that sort of like bit of melancholy you're talking about where there's like, there's almost like a pleading nature to it in some ways and it's just like it, it hits me too and like I, since you showed it to me there's like maybe a 50% chance when I get off the train I'll like open up the OST and like zip to like oh, minute yeah, like, 35 or something yeah, and be like yeah. here we go. It is so good and I can't think of a better song to kick off the end of the first episode of uh, Rocktober uh, 2018 believe it or not. This was episode 140. Uh, thanks for listening everybody. We'll be back next week. <laughs>